The college baseball experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their new over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. What's going on, everybody? Today is June 4th, and your boy made a huge mistake. I'm recording this podcast at 6.30 a.m. Yesterday, I recorded yesterday's podcast at 6 o'clock a.m. Now, I wake up early for these things, or I stay up all night for these things to record them to get them to you before the day's sleep begins, and your boy screwed up. The first day on Christmas Day, he slept through the kids opening gifts on Christmas day. You know what? I missed the first half of the slate. I woke up at around like three thirty, four o'clock and two games had gone final. I think it was the Florida state win over UCLA and something else. I, I can't even, can't even remember, but, um, I was active on Twitter the second half of the day, but yeah, I screwed up big time sleeping through the beginning of a lot of games, but, um, you know what it is, what it is. Um, Yesterday, we made some money, though. Like, I'll start off with that, at least. Uh, our picks went 5-4. and four. Um, Let me pull up that page. I, I just closed it out for some reason. Where did it go? Uh, we went 5-4 and four yesterday, plus 1.3 units. Um, the locks that we had for yesterday's slate were Florida State minus 105 money line. We hit that for a unit play. Um, the money line parlay that we played, that was the other game. Wake Forest went final where they lost to UConn and that crushed our money line parlay in the like second game of the day. Um, third bet we had was plus 150 Campbell money line for a unit. That one hit. We also put a unit on minus 125 Oklahoma money line against Liberty. I don't know why that price was so low, but we hammered that one. Um, and then plus 150 Grand Canyon money line. That one hurt. That was a unit. I was confident in that one. Didn't quite pan out against Arkansas, who may have woken up big time there with uh, Connor Nolan just shoving. Um, then we had the UNCG play that uh, got postponed, so we're playing that again today. Um, Coastal Carolina, plus 135 on the money line. We put a unit on that one. Virginia came out and beat them pretty good. Uh, Central Michigan, man, that one hurt. That one hurt. In the first and second inning, they had Brandon Sprout reeling. And then Sprout turned it on for the second through, I think, the seventh inning. And CMU wasn't able to really get anything going. 
and Florida ended up winning that one. But I mean, they had runners on throughout the throughout that game there. And then uh, Texas State minus one hundred five money line, the two seed as a dog. We took that one unit on that that one hit minus one thirty five. La Tech beat Dallas Baptist. Dallas Baptist does not deserve to be in this field. Uh, that one was a unit play. That was good. Let's hit on the rest of the slate. Let's review a couple of these games here. Um, and I can tell you the ones that I missed the beginning of because that was rough. Um, so starting, we'll go chronologically uh, through these regionals. Florida State won 5-3 against UCLA. Southeastern Louisiana gave up 10 runs to Auburn in the first inning. Auburn won 19-7, but that was a 9-7 game outside of the first inning. Um, in Austin, Texas, they won 11-3. Pete Hansen absolutely dealt like we predicted. Uh, Louisiana Tech won 12-5 against Dallas Baptist. Columbia had a nice upset against Gabriel Hughes, an MLB arm. They put up eight runs in that game. They held Gonzaga to two. And the Virginia Tech, Wright State loaded the bases on them four times, but the Hokies prevailed. They won 15-9. Um, by the way, that, if you're not counting at home, that's one, two, three, uh, four games that went over. Uh, now to Chapel Hill, North Carolina took care of Hofstra 15-4, that one went over, VCU surprised everybody I think and kicked the crap out of Georgia 8-1, now I hate doing this because I didn't broadcast my second bracket where you take like a little bit more upsets and stuff, um, I wasn't very confident in it, but VCU I actually had them emerging from the Chapel Hill regional, um, I hate I hate saying that now and not putting that on podcast form, but um, the first game definitely helps there for the Rams. Um, then in College Park, we had UConn beat Wake Forest 8-7 to in the second game that went final of the day. Maryland crushed Long Island 23-2. to um, Both of those games, overs. Um Texas A&M beat Oral Roberts in the College Station Regional 8-2. Louisiana upset TCU 7-6. That game was over, was an over. Um, Coral Gables got rained out completely. Um, and then in Corvallis, San Diego upset Vanderbilt 3-2. And New Mexico State had Oregon State on the ropes with Cooper Jerby on the mound, one of the best pitchers in all of the country. That game was 4-4 going into the 10th inning, I think it was. And Oregon State had a walk-off walk to win that game, 5-4. to four. Um, Both those games were unders. In Gainesville, Oklahoma, they were losing 3-0 to zero in this game and then put up 16 unanswered runs on Liberty for us to cash our bet there. Florida beat Central Michigan 7-3. to three. Um, I think I already explained that game. But uh, the Oklahoma game wasn't over. Florida's was an under. Um, East Carolina won 17-1 against Coppin State, one of the worst teams in this field. Virginia beat Coastal Carolina 7-2. The East Carolina game was over. Virginia's game was under. Um, Southern Miss, they won against Army 2-0. Did not expect that one to be so low scoring for Southern Miss, but they still got the W. And then LSU was down 11-4 going in the 8th inning. They put up 10 runs in the 8th, and they win against Kennesaw State 14-11. Um, Campbell, 
they got the W against Georgia Tech 15-8 to in the first game that went final of the day. And then Tennessee, I actually thought they were going to put up more runs on Alabama State than they did. They only won 10-0. to So the Campbell game was over. The Kennesaw State LSU game was over. The other two were unders. Um, I'm saying those for a reason because we'll get to that in a second. Louisville, they beat SEMO 7-2. to Michigan beat Oregon 8-6. That was a close back-and-forth game. I watched all of that one. Um, Jimmy Obertop hit two home runs. And then also a kid on Auburn hit three bombs. And uh, both him on Auburn and then another kid on East Carolina hit home runs on the left side and the right side of the plate in the same inning, which has only happened three times in the MLB ever, which is crazy that it happened twice in the same day in college baseball. Um the Michigan game was over. The Louisville game was an under. Stanford beat Binghamton 20-7. to They threw off there. So Binghamton was able to put up a fight throughout the first half of that game. Texas State, they beat UCSB 7-3. to um, Stanford's game was obviously an over. Texas State, I believe that one went under. Notre Dame beat Texas Tech in what was like a nine-hour game during a six-hour rain delay. Uh, they beat them three to two. Texas Tech put up both of their runs in the eighth inning on an inf- on a single, a seeing eye single through the middle of the infield. Uh, Arkansas they beat Grand Canyon seven to one. Oklahoma State beat Missouri State ten to five. That one wasn't over. Now you're like Noah. Why were you mentioning all those overs? Well, it was Ace Day. And we didn't give them out yesterday, but they went 15-4 and four on ace day, which is um, a pretty good feat. Now, there is only one book that has put them out there. I've been hawking them. Um, there was only one book that put them out on Friday. They That book were our presenting sponsor is WinBet, so I'm not going to say the name. But for all you listeners that want to play these overs today, we're deploying overs on the book that starts with C and ends in Zers. So that's going to be a fun day. Um, upsets. I took a couple of notes from the slate. Upsets, they went 6-23. and 23, And one seeds went 15-0. and 0. Um, Not a very good day for us gamblers. And the books probably raked in a lot on us trying to just get some money on some of these dogs. Because not many of them hit. And for us to go 5-4 and four on the day and be up 1.3 units, that's a very good day, considering that there weren't many uh, even bettable games to begin with, with all the favorites being juiced over 200. Um, and then a lot of these dogs didn't even hit, and we hit on four of them. So four of the six we hit on. Uh, overall, my Friday record was 20-9, and nine, coming out at a solid 69%. Nice. Um, and there was one other thing that I think I wanted to mention. Um, but yeah, we're, we're deploying the overs today because as you get deeper into some of these teams, bullpens, they, they start racking up runs and it's, it gets to be fun baseball games to watch and easy, easy overs. And if that book puts up the overs, we're taking them now before we get into today's slate. Let me talk to you guys about the presenting sponsor, WinBet. Make sure to get down on Win's Bet $50, Win $200 promotion, where a $50 bet qualifies you up to $200 in free bets. Bet $500 plus or more on sports or casino 
before July 31st, 2022 to get entered into the Ultimate Fantasy Football Draft Experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. If a patron wagers $1,000 on sports, they are eligible for two entries into the prize draw. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where you play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Also, SGPN is giving away $500 in their NBA Finals Prop Contest. Completely free to enter and exclusively on the SGPN app. Just download the app and hit the contest tab to get your entry in. Now, on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably have a fantasy league on there already, and I use it for some of mine. It's a game-changer product, unlike anything else in the industry, and now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game, and it's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or under. For example, the number of points in basketball or the number of hits recorded in baseball for a specific player. Then, choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from 2 times to over 20 times the amount of money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about Over Under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to ride it out together, so stop what you're doing and download Sleeper app now to play their new over-under game, have some fun with your friends, and make some money. Use our promo code SGPMLB to get 100% deposit match at sleeper.com SGP. Okay, let's jump into some of these games on today's slate. Let me pull up some of these betting odds here. Um... We're going to start at the beginning of the day at 10 a.m. Uh, in the Statesboro Regional. They're going to end up playing three games today over there. Um, Georgia Southern is the one seed. They're 40-18 and 18 on the year, 23-7 and seven in the Sun Belt. They'll play against the four seed UNC Greensboro. They're 34-28 and 28 and 12-9 and in the SoCon. This game's at 10 a.m. I think I said that already. Georgia Southern's minus 220 and UNCG's plus 170. For Southern, Ty Fisher is confirmed pitching for them. He's 5-2 on the year with a 287 ERA, 54 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 78.1 innings pitched. And for UNCG, Austin Parsley, who's 10 and 4 with a 3.67 ERA, 92 strikeouts with only 14 walks in 110.1 innings pitched. This was one of the three day one games that weren't played, so unfortunately we don't have more games to preview in Statesboro. But what gives me even more confidence on this play than yesterday is that we normally always get one four seed to beat a one seed, but we didn't get that yesterday. One seeds went 15-0, and the rain pushed this game back from a Friday night celebration in Southern's first ever regional as a host to a Saturday morning sleeper. I think Greensboro comes in with a good mentality as they face an old SoCon rival that dipped from the Sun Belt or dipped to the Sun Belt from the SoCon. The Spartans have the 10th best team batting average at 311 in the country and 
Fisher isn't your typical dominant ace. He pitches to contact with a 263 opponent batting average, and I think the Spartans pounce early, and this plus 170 is going to be a lock, and I'll list, I'll list those at the end of the podcast. Um, the next game at noon is... Oregon against SEMO. Oregon's minus 265. SEMO's plus 200. Now, SEMO, they don't really have a very good pitching staff, so I don't see them slowing down this potent Oregon offense. Uh, Oregon was dancing around the base paths all day yesterday against Michigan, but ultimately was not able to push enough runners across the plate to win the game. I think they get the job done against SEMO, and it would be a nice parlay builder there. Georgia Tech... Minus 625 against Alabama State, plus 400. Um, This one is definitely not playable, but I think Georgia Tech wins the game. Minus 625, unless you put together a lottery ticket parlay, that one's not going to do you any good. Another one that won't do you much good is Miami, Florida, who's minus 950 against Canisius, who's plus 550. I don't see Canisius winning this game, so give me Miami to come out victorious uh, at minus 950. So, again, unless you're putting together, like, 11 money lines, I wouldn't be playing Miami there. Um, At 1 o'clock, UCLA, who's minus 350, takes on southeastern Louisiana. UCLA has a great pitching staff, and they're going to be ready for this game. They're not going to lose to the four seed here. I actually have UCLA coming out of the bracket, and I predicted them to lose the first game to Florida State. And I think that they're going to be able to win four games in a row with the depth in their pitching staff and how well they played in the Pac-12 tournament. That gives me confidence that the offense will be able to do just enough to win them four straight games here in this region, in the Auburn regional. Uh, The next game here on our slate is Liberty and Central Michigan. Uh, Central Michigan, the four seed in Gainesville, is 42 and 18 and 30 and 7 in MAC play this year. The three seed Liberty is 37 and 22 on the year, 19 and 11 from the Atlantic Sun Conference. Um, Liberty is minus 160 in this game, and Central is plus 130. Yesterday's game, where Liberty jumped out to a 3-0 lead but then gave up 16 unanswered runs, is a good summary of this team's season so far this year. Pitching for the Flames, I project Joe Adametz, the third, who is 6-3 with a 2.48 ERA, 77 strikeouts, 21 walks in 80 innings pitched. And for Central Michigan, I project that Jordan Patty, who is 6-5 with a 5.21 ERA, 75 strikeouts, 33 walks in 76 innings pitched, will get the start here. I think no matter what, Central will show up for this game They had 11 hits against Florida, but just didn't convert them into runs as they left 11 runners on base as well. My pick is Liberty to win this game, but I won't be betting anything other than the over here if the over is offered to us. And again, I encourage you guys to bet as many overs as you can afford on today's slate. Um, The next game here is Georgia. They're minus 500 against Hofstra, who's plus 340. Now, I have to be completely honest. Um, I don't know much about Hofstra, but what I do know is that Georgia basically looked lifeless, and they lost Jonathan Cannon's start against VCU yesterday. They got pummeled. So if you play anything here, it best not be Georgia, and I would dabble in a little bit on Hofstra at plus 340 if you're willing to go against Georgia there. 
The next game at 1 o'clock is Wake Forest, who opens up as a 1,050 favorite against Long Island, who's plus 600. Long Island got their butts kicked by Maryland yesterday, and I kind of just see the same thing happening uh, with them against Wake Forest here. So Wake Forest is my pick in this game. Um, Coppin State takes on Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina opens as minus 2,000 favorites. Coppin State plus 900. This is all we're getting right now, not even a total yet. Um, they'll probably drop those sometime before game time. Um, Coastal Carolina is going to win this game. I don't see them losing to Coppin State here. Next game at 1 o'clock, we have the four seed in the Austin Regional Air Force, who's 30-28 and 28 on the year, 15-15 and 15 out of the Mountain West Conference. They're taking on the three seed, Dallas Baptist, who's 34th, 23-1, and one, and they went 11-9-1 in the Missouri Valley Conference. DBU opens up as minus 195, and Air Force is plus 155. I posted the video of Air Force's Coach Keselowski saying that these kids are playing with all their heart because after this kid's last game, their next game is going to be called War. And I'm ready to run through a brick wall for America's team, and you all know how I feel about Dallas Baptist. Get them out of here because they stole one of NC State's playoff spots. Um, for the Patriots, I project that uh, COVID senior Luke Eldred, who's 5-2 with a 4.77 ERA, 51 strikeouts, 15 walks, and 80, 68 innings pitched this year, will get the start against the Air Force Falcons, who I project to throw Doyle Gehring, who's 3-3 three three with a 4.74 ERA, 59 strikeouts, with 21 walks in 57 innings pitched. Give me American's team every day of the week and twice on Saturdays, plus 155 here. Um, after the Air Force game, we have Grand Canyon against Missouri State. Grand Canyon opens up as a minus 225 favorite against Missouri State. And honestly, I'm not going to be taking Missouri State here. They did show some late life against Oklahoma State. But Grand Canyon, they have the 13th best team batting average at 309. They have a 384 team on base percentage. They are they can hit home runs. They don't make mistakes in the field. They have a good team ERA at 448, which is 47th in the country. And they have a team whip of 137, which is 32nd in the country. They score seven runs a game. They're not going to make mistakes for you. And this is a team that was my Omaha sleeper that unfortunately got stomped all over by the Hogs yesterday. Um, I really like Grand Canyon to win this game. And you know what? I, I still think they have a chance to come out of this regional. I think that Oklahoma State and Arkansas, granted that o Oklahoma State and Arkansas had good showings yesterday, they're just a little inconsistent for me, and I need to see both of them play a little bit better for me to feel comfortable, and that's why I had Grand Canyon coming out of here and ultimately going to Omaha. So, yeah, that's my opinion on that game. Uh, the next game on our slate is Gonzaga, who's minus 315 against Wright State, who's plus 230. Um, honestly, this is interesting dog here for me. Wright State doesn't have much pitching, so I'm not going to give it out. But if anything, I wouldn't parlay Gonzaga at minus 315. I'd throw a dime on Wright State, the Raiders, at plus 230 because they had Virginia Tech up against the ropes multiple times in that nine-inning game. They had the bases loaded in four of those innings, and they pushed off, pushed across nine runs where there could have been more. Um, and Gonzaga just lost with their 
ace on the mound, their best player on this entire team. That offense is inconsistent. I think Wright State wins, and they blitzkrieg him, and they just out-hit Gonzaga. So Wright State plus 230 is not a bad play. I'm just not going to give it out because they don't have much pitching themselves. Um, But definitely like an over in that game for sure. Uh, Another game that could go over is Kennesaw State, who's minus 190 against Army, who's plus 160. I don't really have a huge opinion on this game, but Kennesaw State put up 11 runs in the first six innings against LSU yesterday. And then they went cold in the last three innings as LSU made their comeback. And uh, they ultimately lost that game. But I have Kennesaw State winning this game against Army. But Army, they can hit. Uh, They don't hit the ball out of the park, but that plays into this Hattiesburg field because it's a huge, it's a huge field. So I like the over in that game as well. Um, Then the next game, we have Oral Roberts and TCU. The four seed in this college station regional is Oral Roberts. They're 38 and 19, 17 and 7 out of the Summit League. They're playing the two seed TCU, who's 36 and 21 and 16 and 8 in your Big 12 regular season champions. The Horn Frogs are minus 165 and the Golden Eagles are plus 135. It wasn't like TCU played a bad game versus Louisiana yesterday. Their below average offense just ran into a Louisiana pitching staff with a team ERA of 413 being 26 in the country that shoved. And they get Oral Roberts now, who has a team ERA of 409, which is 21st in the country, and a team whip of 127, which is 13th in the country, with an offense that scores 7.8 runs a game. The Golden Eagles are 17-8 and on the road, and with Isaac Coffey, who I project to pitch, they have a puncher's chance to win this game. Coffey is 7-5 and with a 372 ERA in 16 starts with 74 strikeouts and only 15 walks in 82.1 innings pitched. TCU could throw either Brett Walker or Marcelo Perez here. I think they'll go with Perez who threw a great game against Texas in his last time out in the Big 12 tournament. Perez, who's 6-3 with a 334 ERA, 47 strikeouts in 26 walks in the on the year in 56.2 innings pitched. Ultimately, I think TCU wins this game, but I'm not going to bet it personally. Next game on the slate is the Louisville Cardinals against my Michigan Wolverines. We had a nice win against Oregon that I honestly wasn't really expecting. Um, we had Connor O'Halloran go out there and throw five good innings for us, and it was enough for us to hold off the Ducks' bats just enough so our bullpen wouldn't blow it. We had Cam Weston come in and close the door on the Ducks in the eighth and ninth inning. Ultimately, Louisville has Jared Poland on the mound, who's the best pitcher in this regional at minus 235. I actually think it's a really nice parlay piece, and we'll be talking about that later in the podcast. Um, The next game at 4 o'clock is Ole Miss in Arizona. Now, uh, I'm not going to spend too much time on this game because I think it could get rained out, but... Ole Miss, the three seed in this Coral Gables regional. They're 32 and 22, 14 and 16 out of the SEC. They play the two seed Arizona, who's 37 and 23 and 16 and 14 in the Pac-12. Ole Miss is minus 140 and Arizona's plus 110. This game's being played at 4 o'clock p.m. Eastern time. I think that whenever these teams play, I'm going to play the Wildcats if this stays plus money because um, all these Ole Miss fans are inflating this price and. 
I actually think that Arizona has the better offense and the better starter on the mound, and I think they'll be able to get the job done. For Ole Miss, Dylan DeLucia, who I've loved and I've been on for almost every game over the last month and a half here, Dylan DeLucia is 5-2 and two on the year with a 4.57 ERA, 67 strikeouts, 23 walks, and 67 innings pitched. Like I said, he's been hot, but I think Arizona has the better offense of these two. Uh, Arizona also has Garrett Irvin on the mound, who's 5-4 and four with a 3.22 ERA, 62 strikeouts, 29 walks, and 89.1 innings pitched. I like the Cats here at plus 110. Um... Before we get to another game here, I want to talk to you about Athletic Greens. We're brought to you by them and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. This AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. Let me grab a drink before we jump into some more games here. The next game on our slate is UCSB, UC Santa Barbara, who's minus 500 against Binghamton. Uh, Binghamton did show promise against Stanford yesterday, but ultimately I think UCSB has too much firepower on the mound, and I like the Gauchos to win this game. Uh, the next game, our first game at 7 o'clock, um, it's, it's a big one. Uh, a lot of people, they, they love... The Campbells, and they're all roll humps, but I would have loved to see this Campbell team in a different regional because Tennessee is just a bulldozer that I don't think is going to move for this Campbell squad. Now, the way I think you have to beat Tennessee is I think you got to throw off. you got to throw a guy that sits low 80s because they've already seen mid to high 90s all year. And that's what Campbell's going to try to blow by them here with Cade Cooler. He's 4-5 and five with a 362 ERA, 101 strikeouts, 36 walks, and 77 innings pitched. And his opponents are batting only 174 against him. Now the strength, there's multiple strengths of this Tennessee Volunteers squad. But the most obvious and just brutal and just like flat out unbelievable strength of a college baseball team they have four mlb arms in their starting rotation all of them sit mid 90s with disgusting off speed they could they threw blade tidwell yesterday who's the their top mlb arm for 2022 mlb draft but they could come out and throw drew Bre- drew beam they could throw freshman chase burns or they could throw the sec pitcher of the year also a freshman or not a freshman i don't know why i said that Beam's the also the freshman. Burns is a freshman. Or they could throw SEC Pitcher of the Year Chase Dolander. 
It'll be an electric game and I, on my main TV for sure Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Um, I, I think that the Volunteers are going to win this game. Sorry to all the Roll Hubs fans out there. Um, the next game, 7 o'clock p.m., North Carolina is minus 235 against VCU, plus 180. Now, I did say that in my second bracket that I had VCU coming out of this regional. I don't think they're going to win this game against North Carolina, though. They have Schaefer there ready to go. They threw Carlson yesterday in the game one. Um, minus 235, North Carolina. I'm not going to throw it into the end of the podcast parlay builders, but uh, if you think that they're going to be able to get it done against this Atlantic 10 team, go ahead and throw them into parlay at minus 235. That's that's a nice parlay building price. That You, you can't, can't get anything better than that. When a team has won 14 of their last six games, 16 games, uh, that's pretty darn good price for that. Um, the next game at seven o'clock in the Gainesville Regional, the number two seed Oklahoma, who's 38 and 20, 15 and nine out of the Big 12, are up against the number one seed Florida, who's 40 and 22 with a 15 and 15 SEC record. Florida opens up as minus 145 favorite, and OU is plus 115. This Oklahoma team is absolutely rolling right now after scoring 16 unanswered runs on Liberty. But in fairness, so are the Gators after keeping up, keeping their distance against pesky Central Michigan. Both teams are 8-3 in their last 11 games. And for OU, I project David Sandlin to start. He's 7-3 with a 531 ERA, 77 strikeouts with 26 walks in 78 innings pitched. And for Florida... I think they're going to pitch Brandon Neely. Um, I think that's almost set in stone at this point. It's been Sprout, then Neely in the last month of the season, but they haven't quite officially announced that. Neely is 3-2 and two on the year with a 358 ERA, 65 strikeouts, 17 walks in 60 innings pitched with a 205 opponent batting average. Um, Neely did get blasted by Texas A&M in his last start, so keep that in mind. But I think the Sooners are such a public dog here that I actually like Florida at minus 145. The Sooners' bats are hot, but I think Neely shoves here. So I like Florida at minus 145 to win this game. Um, The next game on our slate is Maryland, who opens as minus 175 favorite against UConn at plus 145. Now, Maryland is... Uh, they they own a chaotic, just an insane home record of 25-2. and two. And since Wake Forest lost, I think that was the only team that I thought could really challenge them to get out of this College Park Regional. So I'll be taking Maryland to win this game. Um, not really going to bet it, though. Neither... Uh, not gonna bet it solo. It could be in, it could be in podcast parlay at the end of the episode for sure. Though, I, I kind of like that a lot. Um, the next game on our slate is Auburn. They're playing. Um, did I miss a game? <laughs> did I miss a game? Yes, I did. Okay, the next game on our slate is at seven o'clock, and it's between. The two seed in the Greenville Regional, Virginia, who's 39 and 17 and 17 and 13 out of the ACC, against the one seed East Carolina, who's 43 and 18 on the year and 20 and 4 out of the American. 
Virginia opens up as minus 155 favorite, and ECU is plus 125. We have the first of what could be a few matchups between Patty C's Cavaliers and Colby's Pirates. So where do I, the voice of reason, fall here? Since the team I picked, Coastal, Coastal Carolina, lost yesterday, um, let's jump into this pitching matchup because I'm mostly neutral so far in this uh, regional. Uh, haven't said who I think is going to win this game because I didn't predict that these two teams were going to play against each other. Virginia, they're going to be throwing Brian Gursky, who's 7-2 with a 4.04 ERA, 82 strikeouts in with 31 walks and 64.2 innings pitched. And ECU, they're going to throw their ace, C.J. Mayhew. They threw off yesterday against Coppin State, and I don't blame them one bit. Mayhew's 4-1 and one on the year with a 2.90 ERA, 64 strikeouts, only 15 walks in 62 innings pitched, with an opponent batting average of 198. There's a reason why East Carolina's pitching staff is one of the best in the country. They're going to throw Mayhew here until he gets into a little bit of trouble, and then they'll turn it over to their stud-filled arm barn. As for the Wahoos, Gursky got blown up in his last outing for six runs on seven hits against Florida State, who's one of the worst-hitting teams in the country. The young guns on the Cavaliers roster, they're also 7-10 and on the road, and the Pirates are 23-8 and at home. I'll, wel- I'll welcome the plus price on East Carolina, and I'll lock it up. I'm sorry, Patty C. Um, the next game on our slate is Auburn against Florida State at 7 o'clock p.m. as well. This is a loaded 7 p.m. slate on Saturday night. You know where I'll be. I'll be in the command center with three TVs going, that's for sure. Uh, the three-seed Florida State, who's 34-23, and 15-15 out of the ACC. They'll be playing the one-seed in this Auburn regional, Auburn, who's 38 and 19 and 16 and 13 out of the SEC. Auburn opens as a minus 140 favorite, and FSU is plus 110. I know I just said that the Seminoles have one of the worst offenses in the country, and that wasn't a lie. They have a team batting average of 263, which is 221st in the country, and they only score 5.7 runs a game, which is 209th. But when Parker Messick or Bryce Hubbard is on the mound, you have to play them when they open up as an underdog. And that's exactly what we're going to do here against Auburn, who put up 10 runs in the first inning. Um, who put up 10 runs in the first inning yesterday, but they haven't been a world beater offense this season. Uh, Bryce Hubbard for Florida State will pitch. He's 8 and 2 on the year with a 3.18 ERA, 94 strikeouts, only 18 walks in 73.2 innings pitched. And for Auburn, I project their ace Joseph Gonzalez will get the ball. He's 6 and 2 with a 2.74 ERA, and 39 strikeouts, 10 walks in 62.1 innings pitched. Like I said, give me Florida State today as the dog as they could um as the dog, you always got to take them as a dog when they have Parker Messick or Bryce Harvard on the mound. And I predict that they're just going to choke in the regional final on Sunday or Monday. Um, the next game on our slate is also at 7 o'clock. Loaded 7 o'clock game. And loaded 7 o'clock slate, and we have more games to come. Um, the number two seed in the Stillwater Regional, Arkansas, who's 39-18, and 18-12 and 12 in, their, in the SEC. Um, they're playing the one seed, Oklahoma State. Who's 40 and 20 on the year and 15 and 9 out of the Big 12? Oklahoma State opens as a slight favorite at minus 120. Arkansas minus 110 as the slight dog. I mean, 
I guess we got our answer yesterday if Arkansas was just going to continue to roll over and die this year or use what the local radio guy said about Michael Turner, and they'll use that as motivation. And you know what? Turner went 3-4 and four with three RBIs, and the hog stomped all over my Omaha sleeper in Grand Canyon. But the job's not done yet as Oklahoma State threw off, and they saved Justin Campbell, one of the best pitchers in the country, one of the premier arms in our game. Campbell is 9-2 with a 3.44 ERA, 133 strikeouts, only 23 walks in 94.1 innings pitched. And I project that Arkansas will trot out their lefty Hagen Smith, who's 6-2 on the year with a 4.86 ERA, 74 strikeouts with 37 walks in 66.2 innings pitched. Personally, I need to see that Smith can limit his walks and Arkansas bats can be consistent here. So I'm going to lock up Oklahoma State at home in their brand new ballpark at minus 120 here. The next game is between Texas and Louisiana Tech. Um, Texas is minus 170. Louisiana Tech's plus 140. That would be a ballsy underdog, but honestly, I could see it happen if they get through Gibbs in here early in the game. Um, Louisiana Tech has a great pitching staff, but I'm going to be taking Texas to win that game in specific. Also, another, uh, this one's a bigger favorite, Virginia Tech. They're minus 330 against the three-seed Columbia in the Blacksburg Regional. Um, Columbia surprised us all by putting up eight runs in Gabriel Hughes' start against Gonzaga. Maybe they can do that against Griffin Green, who has not been as good lately for the Hokies here. But I still think that Virginia Tech is good enough in every facet of the game to be able to beat Columbia here in the winner's bracket final. Uh, The next game at 7 o'clock p.m. is between Louisiana and Texas A&M. Louisiana, the three seed, is 37 and 21, 19 and 11 uh, from the Sun Belt, and they'll be playing the one seed, Texas A&M, who's 38 and 18 and 19 and 11 out of the SEC. This is a gutsy underdog play as Texas A&M opens up as a minus 210 favorite, and Louisiana is plus 165 for Texas A&M. They threw off in the first game against Oral Roberts. Uh, they're going to be throwing Nathan Detmer here, who's five and two with a 422. ERA with 67 strikeouts, only 21 walks, and 74.2 innings pitched. And Louisiana, they're going to be throwing Jacob Schultz, who's 4-3 and three, with a 394 ERA, 72 strikeouts, 22 walks, and 77.2 innings pitched. This is what's interesting, though. In Schultz's last outing, he threw a two-run complete game against the Texas State Bobcats, who was one of the best teams in the Sun Belt all year. So... He's rolling right now. This Louisiana team is rolling right now after winning the Sun Belt Tournament. Um, so that one's a gutsy underdog play. I do have Texas A&M coming out of this regional, though, so I'm going to predict that they win this game. Personally going to stay away from it, not going to bet it. Um, the next game on our slate, this is maybe the most interesting game of the day between the 1-2 and two seed in the Hattiesburg Regional. Uh, at 7 o'clock as well, the two-seed LSU's 39-20, and 17-13 out of the SEC is playing against the number one seed Southern Miss, who's 44-16 and 23-7 and and in conference this year. LSU opens up as slight favorite at minus 125, and Southern Miss is a slight underdog at minus 105. 
I project that Ty Floyd will pitch for LSU. He's 5-4 and four on the year with a 3.52 ERA, 63 strikeouts, 23 walks, and 53.2 innings pitched with an opponent's batting average of 192. And for Southern Miss, I project that Hurston, oh my God, Hurston Waldrop, who's 6-1 with a 2.99 ERA, 117 strikeouts, 27 walks, and 78.1 innings pitched will get the ball for the Golden Eagles. In my opinion, LSU got pretty lucky with a 10 spot in the 8th inning against Kennesaw State and their pitching staff with a 6.08 ERA. Granted, Southern Miss offense won't run away with this game, but I think that the second best, second best pitching staff in the country will hold off LSU and keep them at bay. I just cannot trust LSU's defense, which ranks 171st in fielding percentage, as they kicked around a couple of balls. Uh, and allowed Kennesaw to build up that seven-run lead there early in the game. Plus, we get that Yankees treatment due to LSU's fans inflating the price of this game. I'll jump on Southern Miss being a slight dog at home at minus 105, and I'll lock that thing up. Um, Before we get into our locks, uh, our review of our locks and our podcast parlay, let me tell you guys about IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP Vanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP Vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online, and it's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing speed on your computers, tablets, phones, and even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting 9 months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use and all you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claims your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com SGP. Okay, now let's jump into our locks here um, and let you guys go. Watch some amazing baseball on this June 4th, Saturday. To start the game, start the day off hot at 10 a.m. I'm playing plus 170 today. It was plus 180 yesterday. So that means around the good side of this bet, UNC Greensboro, money line against Georgia Southern. We're going to put a half unit on that. At plus 155, I'm going to take Air Force, money line against Dallas Baptist. We're going to put a half unit on that one. Okay. Now we're done with those half-unit dogs. Let's get into the good stuff, the one-unit plays. At plus 110, I don't think this game's actually going to get played, but give me Arizona on the money line against against Ole Miss. I have that for one unit. And then at minus 145, I like Florida on the money line against Oklahoma. That's a one-unit play as well. 
plus 125 East Carolina money line against Virginia. That one's one unit. Plus 110 for one unit. Florida State money line against Auburn. That one's probably my weakest lock, I think. That one and the Florida one. The two Florida plays are probably my weakest lock. And then at minus 120, Oklahoma State money line against Arkansas for a unit. And then my last one is a one unit play at minus 105. We're taking Southern Miss money line against LSU. I think my biggest lock of the day would be I'm going to say it's Southern Miss against LSU there. That one's my favorite of the day. Um, and lastly, my last reminder of the podcast deploy our overs on the book that starts with C and ends with the Zers. They don't know what's coming if they offer them. Uh, we're going to have a lot of fun if they do offer them on this great Sunday slate. Um, yesterday's podcast parlay lost, so now we're 8-6 and six on the year with a 57% hitting percentage. These are the parlay builders that I would suggest for today's slate. Um, minus 265, Oregon versus SEMO. Minus 175, Maryland versus UConn. Minus 225, Grand Canyon versus Missouri State. And minus 235, Louisville versus Michigan. Now, I'm not going to give out official parlay for the podcast going against my Michigan Wolverines. But I do think that Louisville has a good chance of winning that game against us. Um, The official podcast parlay for today is going to be Grand Canyon at plus... uh, Grand Canyon Moneyline and Maryland Moneyline at plus 126. That's plus 126 Grand Canyon and Maryland Moneyline. Now, um, as we exit the podcast, uh, make sure to leave us a like, rating, review, and subscribe to wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow me, Noah Bienick, on Twitter at 77NB. Follow the show, The College Baseball Experience, which also shares the account with The College Football Experience, The College Basketball Experience. That's at TCE on SGPN. Um, I don't remember if there's anything else. Deploy the overs today. We're deploying the overs, deploying the overs. And you've been living the better experience with the college baseball experience on, from the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I completely butchered our go-to motto line there. So, um, yeah, (laughs) not on my game this morning. Um, hopefully I don't fall asleep through the first half of the slate like I did yesterday and let's go hit some bets today. Um, let's try it one more time. You've been living the better baseball experience. I screwed it up again. Um, it is what it is. (laughs) Okay. This is going off the rails. I'll talk to you guys later. Adios amigos.